Take your Bible and turn to the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter number 3. Exodus chapter number 3. It is a joy to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. And it's good to see some of y'all folks who just barely made it in way back there in the back. Good to see all y'all. I'm just, it's a joy to see each one in the house of the Lord. I pray the Lord will touch and work in the heart. Turn to Exodus chapter number 3, and we'll get there in just a moment. Good to have my wife with us. We appreciate you. Her, I appreciate her being with me. Amen. And uh, she's going to be way in front of the line when we get to heaven because of all the things she's put up with. Amen. I guarantee you that. And some of you men might well say amen because your wife is yes, too. Yes, amen. Yes. Well, but anyway, it's a joy to be here. Appreciate Brother Mark allowing us to come. I tell you what, we love him and his wife. Love this place. It's been a long time. The last time I came here, we had problems. We had a flat tire coming up. And, uh, you know, and uh, we got here just in time for my son and I to preach. And we, we preached, we tagged him preached that night. You will not believe this. I left out the lead today, and I, and, uh, and I looked at my back tire, and it was almost flat. <laughs> I almost just took my Bible and went back in the house. <laughs> so we had to jump in the truck and change everything around. We grabbed the truck and came down here in the truck. Amen. But uh, it's just amazing that that happened. That's been several years ago. Amen. I want to do what? I'm sorry. I don't know if that's working. I'm gonna... Yes, it's working. Amen. All right. uh, it's working. I mean, I must not be saying things right. It didn't get like it. So, so we, uh, we, my wife and I, for, for the last, uh, well, for over 30, I've been, I've been preaching 37 years, been pastoring over 30 years, and for the last 21 and a half years, I've been the pastor of Philadelphia Baptist Church yes. in Calhoun, Georgia. Lord's gave us a great ministry there. Yes. We uh, started a Christian school. It's been going about 20 years, and, uh, and this is the 20th year. And then we started a Bible college. It's been going 10 years. Amen. We got about 18 students at the Bible Amen. college this year, Amen. and we thank the Lord for that. But about a couple years ago, the Lord began to deal with my heart. I thought I would stay at Philadelphia for the rest of my life. And I told my wife, I'm afraid the Lord's going to move us, and we really didn't want to go. And uh, it took me about two years mm -hmm. to die out to sell. And so my whole life, my whole, my whole identity was being a pastor. And her being a pastor's wife. Not that we was being prideful in that, but that's just what we had done and been used to. And so this Christmas, I, I got my wife and I said, honey, we need to really pray. God is burdening my heart. And I think this year we'll leave the church and go into missions. I really feel like we'll go help with help evangelize lost people and try to represent them and take and go tell them about great men like Brother Stephen. Amen. Amen. What great jobs that they're doing. Amen. I, I know Brother Ron probably told you something, but God is doing a, a miraculous work with some of our men, church yes. planters. Amen. And so it's amazing how many people are getting saved. I know Amen. we're not seeing a lot of things in America. And I'm telling you what, God's still in the saving business. Amen. He says, my son is actually in Guyana right now. Down there, took some of his people down there. The guy I know with Brother Gerald Johns, yes. one of our helps ministries. Y'all been there with Brother Gerald? Some of y'all probably sat here and been there with Brother Gerald. And uh, they're down there now ministering and, and seeing great results. And so it's just wonderful. So I told my wife we're going to take a step of faith. She said, That ain't a step, that's a leap. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. And so, uh, so with broken hearts, I told our people, and I told our people in May what God had put in my heart in three months, I would be leaving. And going and and start the deputation to try to raise support that I may go over. And guess what? This church 
was the third church to take us on. And I'm so thankful. The first church was our sending church, which is a church I've been at, at almost 22 years. They took us on, and so we're sent out. And so on August 27th, we had a send-off. And then, and it was so, I, I recommended the next pastor. He's a young man, but he's 38 years old. And this was, this was the theme of our send-off. Out with the old and in with the new. <laughs> Amen. And so, and he is doing great. They had family day today and had a record crowd, and we're so thankful for that. And God's blessing them and using them. So his first Sunday was a Sunday before I was to leave, and then the last, then my last Sunday, he preached our uh, service, our send out service. And so we're newbies. We just been on a mission. We just been for a month. Amen. Amen. Uh, this, we finished our first month, starting starting about halfway through our second month. And so uh, you pray that God will help us, and Amen. so. God will use it. But thank you so much for church for taking us on. And I trust that we, I tell you what, we will try our best to get fruit for your, for your investment. And we'll try our best to do that. Amen. All right. Exodus chapter 3. I want to preach on Moses tonight for just a moment. And I pray the Lord will help us. Now, he said y'all won't worry about time, but I will. So I'll be real respectful of your time. I promise I'll not preach over two hours here. I'll listen real fast. Okay? No, I won't preach that long at all. But I do want to be, I really want to share my heart tonight. We think about Moses. When you think about, are you there at Exodus chapter number three? Okay, if you are there, say amen. Amen. And so we come, we come to Moses' life. And most of y'all know Moses' life. In fact, you go to verse number, uh, chapter two, verse number one and two, and you'll see how he was born. And you know what was going on that day. Uh, they, was, uh, they was killing the boy children. And so his mom and daddy was, Moses really, his mom and daddy was outlaws. They broke the law right at the beginning. Now, I say this respectfully, and I'm not trying to get a ride or anything, but, you know, God's people are obeyed the laws of man as long as they don't break the laws That's of God. Right. we got to remember that, That's okay? Right. Amen? As long as they don't break. I still think abortion's wrong. Yeah. I didn't yeah. get much pregnant. I, I still think abortion's wrong. Amen. I still think it's murder. Amen. Yes. Yes. And so we, so they they stood for what was right. Amen. Right. Then we see you see a Moses' life is is in three uh, in three sections. There's forty years, another forty years, and then his last forty years. And so we realize that these, he he is raised by Pharaoh's daughter. You know that they hid him. Pharaoh's daughter found him, and he's raised by that. And then the Bible says in Hebrews that when he came to year that he refused to be took to be the the, the uh, Pharaoh's daughter. And I believe that we can find that in verse about verse number eleven, chapter number two. He said, and it came to pass in those days when Moses was grown that he went out to his brother, and he saw his brother. They was being mistreated by the Egyptians. And the Bible says the next verse that he looked this way, looked that way, and didn't see nobody, and he killed him. You know what Moses did? Moses got in the flesh. Yes. God, I believe, had directed him, told him what he was going to do. He's going to be a deliverer. He's going to be a, a the, to help the children of Israel. But you know what he did? He did it in the flesh. Yes. God help us. Then we come, we come to chapter number uh, two again, and look at verse number twenty-one. And the Bible says, and this is this second forty years. Mm. And the Bible says this, and Moses was content. I think what Moses felt like, brother, I believe Moses felt like he was a failure. You ever felt like that before? Yeah. Matter of fact, sometimes we try to do things in the flesh. Matter of fact, the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, the flesh cannot please God. And we cannot do anything in the flesh. Matter of fact, the Bible says without faith it's impossible to please God. And so Moses felt like a failure. And you know what he said? He said, God's not going to use me no more. And the Bible says he became content and got a wife, probably became uncontented then. Y'all are not listening, are you? He was, he was got, got a wife, and the Bible said he came content. 
You know, he just became satisfied mm. just being the average Joe. Yeah, that's right. And 40 years, he's on the backside of the desert. You know what God was doing? God was working in his yes, life. Yes. Amen. And we come to verse number nine of chapter number three. Mm. And the Bible says, Now, therefore, behold, the crowd, the children of Israel, has come up to me, talking, God's speaking. And I also, now this is the burning bush experience now. God's speaking with him. He's on holy ground. And he says, and he said, I have also seen the oppression where the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, and I will send thee into Pharaoh that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Mm -hmm. And here's what Moses said unto God. Mm -hmm. Who yeah. am yeah. I? Yeah. I want to preach on that thought tonight. Mm -hmm. Who am I? Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the day. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for saving us. Yes. Now, God, I pray you'll speak to our hearts in a special way. Use us, God, as only you can do. God, I pray you'll take your word, your workman, and do your will. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people said, Amen. 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 Who am I? Now, I mean, let's look at it. I mean, we realize he feels like he's a failure. He feels like he's a nobody. Matter of fact, what God has been doing, God has been letting him realize that on the backside of the desert, God's been working on his life. He had to die out to self, amen, to his self-plans, to his self-worth, to his self-pride. I mean, he was raised, and, and he could have been very prideful in that. He was the son of, of a Pharaoh's daughter by, by her wanting to accept him. But yet, he said, I'm not going to accept that. But then we find he got in the flesh. And I'll tell you what he's saying. He said, you know what? I'm just working. Mm -hmm. Who am I that I can be a, that I can do anything for God? Can I tell you what? I agree with Moses. Yes. Moses is working. Yes. Can I tell you? I know y'all not going to like this. I'm not going to pump you up and try to get you to. Everybody in this building is worthless. Yes, really. Everybody in this building is a nobody. Yes. Amen. Yes, right. We was born all born sinners. Amen. Yes. All fell short of the glory of God. Hey, yes. we was, we're nothing. Yes. Without the Lord Jesus Christ, we're nothing. That's right. And so I brought an object lesson tonight mm. to show us how nothing we are. Amen. To show you and I how worthless you and I are really. Amen. So I brought something tonight, and I hope it will speak to our hearts. Amen. I brought to us a pizza box. <laughs> okay. You know what a pizza box is? It's worthless. What do you do with it? Throw, Throw it away. It's just trash. Right. It, it don't mean anything to us. We, have you ever heard anybody say, man, did you see that piece of pizza box? Oh, did you see that delivery when he brought that pizza? That was the prettiest pizza box. That was the greatest. I mean, the mightiest, the wonderful. Oh, the pizza box. That pizza came in. No. no. It's worthless. It's worthless. But you know, with this pizza, there's something about this pizza box. When it comes, it's like this. Papa John's, it's Papa John's pizza, right? Papa John's, amen. Whether you like them or not, we ain't going to go with one of your favorite pizzas. Forget about that part, okay? But then I did study a little bit about Papa John's and found this out. In 2000, about 2020, he made $2 billion in revenue. 2022, he made $2.1 billion in revenue. You know, in the, in the price of all the money, all the billions, I didn't say million, billions of dollars that he makes, you know what this costs him? Well, when I first studied it out, it was about 10 cents. Now it's probably about 20 cents. Mm -hmm. Amen. So we, we, even in the pizza business, this is pretty much worthless. 
I mean, it, it's, 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 it don't have any worth to it whatsoever as far as value as money is concerned. But you know what it has to be? It has to be bought. They do have to purchase. Can I tell you we may be worthless? But can I tell you somebody bought us? Amen. Thank God for Calvary. Amen. Thank God that Jesus Christ was willing to buy, to purchase you. Hey, we was worthless. We was nothing. But yet Jesus Christ seen you and I. And for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have lasting life. Can I tell you it was on Calvary where he labeled us. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. What do you know what he's saying? He said they're just a bunch of sinners. They're just a bunch of wretched sinners. You know, you know what he knew? He knew that we would use his name in vain. He knew that we would per- pervert this world and we would uh, pervert things. He knew that we was worth it. That we was but guess what he was willing to do? Yeah, yeah. He was willing to purchase it. Amen. It was at Calvary where he labeled me. It was at Calvary where he labored for me. At Calvary he gave his yes. life's blood. He paid the price for the case that I could not pay. He, he went where he did for me what I could not do for myself. I could not lift myself up out of sin. But I'm telling you, he bought, paid for you and I. Yes. And he said this, it is finished. Yes. You know what that meant? That meant you couldn't work for your salvation. That means you That's weren't right. to get saved. It meant simply this, that you have been purchased. That's right. And, he has, and you are a purchased possession. Amen. Who am I? Who am I? Well, it had to be bought. Amen. Is it Calvary where he labored for me? Is it Calvary where he labeled me? But it's not Calvary where he loved me. But God committed love for us while we were yet sinners. Christ died for me. But God, who's rich in mercy for his great love where he loved us. Greater man, greater love had no man this, that he laid down his life for his friend. Well, I'm telling you, God loved us so much. He's willing to send his son. His son loved us so much. He was willing to go to Calvary and give his life. And can I tell you, the Spirit of God loved you so much that he's put a place here. For many, many years, there have been a building here. And many, many saints of God has paid yes. the light bill. Many, many saints of God has prayed and asked God to meet and asked God to touch. And this pastor has got up and preached time and time again. And you hear the night. And guess what? Once again, you get to hear the gospel. Amen. How Jesus, the good news that Jesus saved, that Jesus Yes. Purchase you. Yes. Amen? Yes. Well, there's another thing. It has to be bought. Do you know what this pizza box has to be done? It has to be bent and molded. Mm. It's good. Amen? See, so, you won't believe it. You will not believe it. I, I, I just realized this. And I don't know if other pizza boxes are like this. But I want you to help me out, sir. What, what is that letter right there? T. T. Is there a T there? Is there a tea here? Yeah. They're all over this box. No reason for them to be there. You know what the Bible says? Man is born a woman, a few days and full of trouble. Yes. Can I tell you, God's in the business of molding people. Yes. I don't know what he's doing in your life right now. But, you know, he's molding. Now, brother, brother, let me find a preacher over here. Brother, guess what? You know what? I'm not going to let the Calvinists steal my joy. Of a sovereign God. Amen. Who Amen. ever created this box. Amen. Knew ever been that it needed to happen. That's right. Mm-hmm. Knew every situation it was going to come in contact with. Oh, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what kind of addiction you might have. I don't know what your finances are. I don't know how your home life is going. I don't know what you're facing, but God knows. Yes. 
guess what? He's molding. You know what he was doing on Moses on the backside of the desert? He's molding him. Amen. Amen. He Amen. was molding him. Amen. He was causing him. You know, it's hard to do this thing. He's molding. He ain't wanting to grab her. Okay? Sometimes we don't want to be molded, do we? That's good. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we go against that molding process, that mending process. Hey, but you know God's molding you. He's designing yeah. you to make you in to the pizza box He needs you to be. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. that's good. God's working your life. You know how He does it? In teas, yeah. trouble, yeah. trials. Yes. I'm, I'm telling you, that thing got teas in it. Oh, yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> hey, so look at them. Look at them in there. Yeah. They're everywhere. I have no idea why they're in there. I tell you, God put them in there just for this preacher boy to see them. Amen. <laughs> There'll be trials that'll come. Oh, yes. Hey, a faith that's never been tested is a faith mm. that cannot be trusted. Yep. That's right. There'll be troubles that'll come. There'll be trials that'll come. Unfortunately, there'll be tragedies. I'm preaching fast now. There'll be tragedies that'll come. Yes. yes. There'll be things that'll happen in your family you never thought happened in your family. It does not mean that there's not still a God in heaven that's still molding and making. Yes, yes, yes. Making our life. Oh, when I talk, I think about this pizza box. I think about the troubles and trials that we go through and the things that we face in our life. Yes. And God just molded us whether we can what? That we can carry the pizza. Amen. Yeah. See, what's put inside this warms the whole box. Oh, yes. That's good. When you and I get saved by the Holy Ghost of God, what He puts inside of us, and it makes us all alive. It makes us all living. It makes us a child of the King. Amen. 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 When we think about this old pizza box, this old pizza box, we think about it and what, what it, that it had to be purchased. It had to be molded. It had to be bended in the right direction and doing the right thing. Because these old pizza boxes that we have, because you know what we're going to do? This old, we just have one life to live. There's just one life to live. And you know what's going to happen? This old world just thinks we're trash. It's going to throw us away. I tell you what, that's what Satan's going to do with you. That's what Satan wants to do with you. But you know what God wants to do? God wants to make you a pizza box. That you would do what? That you would carry the gospel. That you would be, that you would carry the gospel. So we realize this box, this pizza box, it only has one purpose. I, I thought about trying to make it a cell phone carrier, carry my cell phone on it. But when you go to sit down, it don't work to you. Hey, I thought about making a tool belt out of it, put tools in it, but guess what? They just fall out. It has one purpose. It only has one purpose. I hate to tell you, but if you're saved by the grace of God being bought, you're not your own. You only have one purpose, and that is to carry the gospel. Mm -hmm. Oh, you say, preacher, I'm working out here. I'm, in fact, I'm the CEO. <clears throat> I, 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 I'm the president. I don't care what you are. That job is just for you to get the gospel. That's right. Y'all right. no, didn't right. like that. I, I, they ain't liking me. I'm telling you, it, we, we may think that we're somebody's, but our job is simply this, just to carry the pizza. 
This box only has one purpose. That's the only reason it was made. I tell you, the only reason God made you and I, that we could fall in love with Him, that we could have fellowship with Him, that He could use us. Hey, He can use the rocks to cry out. He can use yes. other things. To, I mean, He can use a donkey if He wants to. He can use a chicken if He wants to. Yes. If he wants to. But he, guess what? He decided to use you and I to carry the gospel. Amen. We carry the pizza. Amen. Mm. Who am I? No, I'm a pizza man. I'm the carrier of the gospel. Yes. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Amen. Unto salvation. It's only made for one thing. And you know what about this pizza box? Well, Stephen, you'll get this. It don't carry itself, it has to be carried by another. Did anybody get that? It has to be carried by another. Can I tell you that other is the sweet spirit of God. Amen. And guess what? If we wanted to go to Acts chapter 8, we'd read about a man by the name of Philip. He's in a great Samaritan revival. I mean, they're shouting, praising God, having time. And the Bible says they're rejoicing. And he calls him to go down to meet a eunuch, mm. one man. God called him to go, and he was a willing servant to go. And guess what? He carried him. Amen. The Spirit carried him away. Talked about Paul and Martha. The Spirit called him. Can I tell you, that's what missions is all about, is being willing to be yielded to the Spirit of God. Yes. Being yielded to the Spirit of God. You know, the Bible says, how shall they call on whom they have not believed? How shall they believe if they have not heard? And how shall they hear without they have a preacher? The Spirit of God sends men all over the world. God, they have, we got to uh, help evangelize lost people, has people all over the world. On my uh, display back there is a book about, about us. Pick up that book, and I, I got it in my Bible. Open it up, and there's a map, and it shows all the countries that we're in. Make sure you get one of those, and then get a prayer card. It's got a good-looking woman on it. And, uh, and get, get a prayer card, and put that in your Bible, and pray for us. Yes. Amen. Yes. That we can help churches learn yes. about men like this. Yes. That's carrying the pizza. Amen. Yes. That's carrying the pizza. Being led by the Spirit of God. Being used by God. And then another thing about this pizza box. Are y'all ready? The advertisement on the outside is a testimony of what's on the inside. I like that. The advertisement on the outside is the testimony of what's on the inside. Mm -hmm. That's what it should be for yeah. you and I. You're right. We've been bought with a price. Yeah, Amen. Yeah. God has molded us and make us. And guess what? Hey, the Bible says that we're to live godly, holy, righteous. Amen. I think we're going to get back in the day that people live holy, don't you? Yeah. And live righteously. So because it does matter where you go, young people. It does matter what you do. It does matter who you hang Amen. around with. It yes. does matter what you say. It yes. does matter what you're involved in. Yes. You're a child of the king. Amen. 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 So what's on this testimony of Papa John's on the outside? Yep. This testimony on the outside is a testimony of what's Amen. on the inside. Amen. Amen. And what's on the inside is real good. Yes, it is. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It's real good. Amen. And guess what's on the inside? I thought about doing it, bringing in some pizzas here and just setting them under the benches, you know, go out there and put them in the microwave. And so, you know what happened? There'd be a Roma in here. Some of y'all get it. Hey, brother, brother Mark, you're going to love this. 
Say, you take this box, wherever you take it, what's in, if you take it in a group of people, what's ever in it, or get in them. <laughs> I'm just convinced if we take the gospel, people say, you know, preacher, uh, our, our pastor, I, you know, I just don't know how churches do it. You know, our pastor, uh, we, we ain't seen nobody saved in a month, a year, a half a year. We, we, we ain't seen nobody saved. Hey, he's been shooting into the same rabbit hole every yeah. Sunday. Yeah. If you want to see some people get saved, bring some lost people in. Amen. Amen. Yes. I'm convinced this. I had a friend of mine that went to a meeting. I don't say who the meeting was. It was a Baptist meeting. People's got different thoughts about those things. But I mean, it was a revival that went on for a long, for probably several months. And several people saved it. Matter of fact, you know what people was doing? People was buying plane tickets for their children to come just to set in service. Wow. You know what people was doing? They was, they was driving. One man got in his car and drove all the way to Florida, picked up his brother and drove him all the way back to North Carolina just to go to that revival meeting. I didn't get to go, but a preacher friend of mine went. He said he went. You know, he went in there and they started singing. He said they was lively in their singing a little bit. But he said, you know, I was, I was expecting to be blown away with the Holy Ghost to be knocked down with God because all these people getting saved. He said the man of God had gone up and preached a so simple, he was so simple Amen. preacher. His simple, simple gospel message. That's all he preached. And he said he gave invitation and said 23 people got saved that night. And he said, I'm just clear to this. He said, he didn't seem like he had. I mean, he wasn't being slain in the spirit. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't doing, saying things we ain't never heard before. And he said, I just came to this conclusion. You preach the gospel to lost people, and lost people get saved. Amen. 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 That's it. Our problem, we need to get it to lost people. And, and, it, and yeah, you guess uh, you work around them, you live around them, you have them all around you, and we hey, you need to be a witness, a testimony. Hey, the plan of the church is Acts one eight. Well, the, after the power of the Holy Ghost comes, you know, be witnesses. That's all God wants us to be. Be a witness. Amen. Amen. Yes. Be a witness. I tell you what, what's inside of this thing is good and it smells good too. And if you get it in a group of people, and I bless you, if you get it in a youth group, what's in you, in yes. here, will get in them. Yes. Amen? Yes. Yes. Now I've hurried up through this thing, man. But there's one other thing, and I'm about done. I got three minutes. We all know this. The secret to what's inside is the red sauce. <laughs> Matter of fact, those things that they make, it ain't got tomato sauce in it. That ain't even a pizza. That ain't even a pizza, somebody said. Can I tell you, we know the secret. Mm, yes. The blood of the Lord Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. I know the world don't want to hear about it no more, but thank God for the blood. Amen. What shall wash away my sins? The songwriter had it right. Nothing, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Amen. So here's my, here's my message. That was just an illustration. Here's my message. Who am I? Can I tell you who you are? You're a personal, you're a possession. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, you're a purchased possession yes, that God has purchased. Yes, you know what you are? You are what God, the person that God wants to use. Guess who God wanted to use? He wanted to use Moses. Amen. Amen. He wanted to use Moses. But, but, but I've been a failure. Matter of fact, I've just become contented to go to the side there. I've been living here for 40 years. You mean God wants to use me? Yes, God wants to use you. Amen. Yeah. You don't know how, how much I've messed up. Well, I hope none of y'all killed nobody. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah. Moses is a murderer. Yes. So your excuses are really laying lame right now. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Amen. Yeah. It ain't good. looking real good for y'all out there. I'm just telling y'all. It's good, preacher. 
Who am I? Oh, I'm a nobody. I done said that. I'm worthless. Some people just going to throw me away. But God said, I want to use you. Amen. Who are you? Yeah. You are a picture of God's grace. Amen. Yes. You are a picture of the grace of God. Amen. Who am I? Can I say it this way? You're the pizza box. And God desires, sir, to use you. Ma'am, young people, God desires to use your life. I don't care where you've been, what you've done. God desires to use you. Yes, God help us. Who am I? I don't tell you who I am. I'm just a worthless nobody trying to tell everybody about a wonderful Savior. And I want to take the message to the whole world. And I thank you so much for helping my wife and I be able to do that. We're standing our heads bowed. The preacher's coming. May God speak to our hearts. We're just maybe you, maybe you tonight you would like to come and just pray and say, Lord, use me. Lord, use me. I need you, Lord, to speak to me. Maybe you have a loved one you'd like to come and pray for. You need to take the pizza to them one more time. As God spoke to your heart, maybe God's speaking to you about ministry, about doing something for the Lord. Guess what? You can. God can use you. God can use you. If He can use the pizza box. He can use anything. He wants to use you tonight. Whatever somebody be willing to step out and come and pray mm. as a preacher's coming. What a message, amen. I want to lean this way. He said, all of us have people around us that are lost. Think of it this way. God's allowed you to be a part of those people's lives. Let's be used to deliver the message they need to hear. He's so right. Let's, I want to work this. He said, Pastor, I can't witness. Yes, you can, but I can tell you how you can start. Invite them to church. Working on Work to get them to come to church. I'm going to ask you to bow your head. Close your eyes. I want us to get serious about this. This is a mission conference. Listen, some of you, this is a very defining time in our church right now because there are people that are here that's never been here before and you've brought a whole another area of influence that only God has given you. Let's ask God to help us to witness to those around us. How many of you know someone right now, you're concerned about them, they're not saved, they're not in church, they're maybe back, so you know they're a family, friend, coworker. Would you raise your hand? Would you do this? Would you find a place? They're going to play. Let's do this. You come. You find a place. Get their face in your mind. And I want you to pray for them. That God will use you. That God will use you to deliver the gospel. Deliver the message. Deliver what they need. Many of you have a burden for family, friends. Come. Find a place. Let's ask the Lord. Ask God to work in their hearts. I love that. Doesn't matter what you've done. See, the devil wants to keep you defeated. See, Moses was a murderer. Moses was a murderer.
both of the preachers said they let they was follow the Holy Spirit. Brother Stephen goes into Uganda. Now they've they've started churches in Sudan. This is dangerous places, very dangerous areas. Follow the Lord. Brother McCauley pastored the same church over 20 years. He and his dear precious wife, content, but yet follow the Lord. And can I say, these really aren't. We look at sometimes like folks like this that they're super special. Look at me. They're really not. They're just like us. Yielded to the Lord. Asking the Lord to lead them. When I was in Bible college, I used to always say those missionaries would come and say, man, they're a different kind of people. They're really not. They just said yes. They just yielded their lives and submissive to the Lord. God help us. All of us can do that. I pray all of us will. Thank you, brother.